We have a bit of a treat here on a Monday morning, or depending where you are in the world, maybe it's Sunday afternoon in New Jersey, because Dexter Dunn, the fastest man on two wheels, joins us after, on Saturday night, breaking the world record for a pacer, 150, 145, 145.8 on Bulldog Hanover. Dex, thanks for joining us, mate. Did it feel like you were going faster than usual? Uh, hey, Mark, how you doing, bud? Um, I definitely knew we were going a pretty good mile, but uh, when three quarters popped up in uh, 120 and 3, 120 and 6, I thought uh, it was probably going to be 146 range, but probably underestimated Bulldogs, uh, you know, sprint at the end. So, you know, it was, it was a pretty cool feeling when I crossed the line and seen the time pop up there, and it was, uh, you know, broke a, a long-standing record, and it was, it was pretty cool. Mate, he's trained by Noel Daly, who's another Australian or Australasian, we'll call you guys, bunch you all together. And I believe the horse came down from Canada. So what's the actual training situation there? Is Noel in charge of the horse heading forward, or is it eventually going to head back to Canada? We we don't know much about Bulldog uh, Hanover, considering he's the fastest pacer of all time. Yeah, that, that was actually Noel's last start with him last night. So uh, he's trained in uh, Canada by a fella called Jack Darling. Um, who owns him too with uh, a couple other people and uh, he's done all his racing in Canada until four weeks ago Jack sent him down to Noel for he had four starts uh, here down here in New Jersey and uh, so Noel was sort of you know caretaker trainer sort of thing but uh, he's, he's off back to Canada now back to Jack Darling so yeah you probably wouldn't notice he was one of the favourites for the North American Cup last year Mick and was led up and was a little disappointing it's probably I think his only disappointing run of his career, to be honest. So, yeah, he's a pretty amazing animal, though. All right. So, does that mean your association with Bulldog Hanover for now is over, or have the connections mentioned to you that they might want you to jump on a plane to Canada? Uh, yeah, no. I got a text from Jack last week to ask if I wanted to stick with him for the rest of the year. So, um, obviously. Uh, can't, wouldn't, wouldn't want to say no to that. So, yeah, he, he's gone back to Canada. He actually goes to uh, Hoosier in Indiana. His next start in three weeks, I believe. And then back to Canada, Canada after that again. So, uh, yeah, I get to sit behind him a few more times this year, Matt, which is exciting. Your career has been stratospheric in, in the US in the last four years, Dex. Do you find yourself now more just living that life, whereas anybody who leaves home, you know, uses the rings home and checks the websites on the horses back home, do you find yourself now totally US, Canada-based, or do you still pay attention to what's going on in Australia and New Zealand? Uh, 100% pay attention back home, Mick. Obviously, I've got, uh, you know, family, obviously, RJ and Johnny back home, and uh, the Bagaries, all the relations, and then obviously a lot of friends, and New Zealand and then obviously also Australia so uh, I haven't uh, missed a beat there I like keeping up with all the uh, racing back in Australia and New Zealand so uh, you know keep an eye on that so no no I'm uh, obviously not planning on uh, moving back anytime but I still keep an eye on the racing still enjoy watching it and uh, even the thoroughbreds so I still love watching the you know the great Greenwick or uh, Flemington meet so it's, uh, it's enjoyable well, that raises another question. Everybody would love to see you come back at some stage. I take it you're firmly entrenched in America, and I presume it's been very successful for you financially. Do you see yourself growing old 
in the US? Do you see yourself being there in 20 years' time, as much as anybody can know these things? Or do you eventually plan to return to Australasia? It's a, it's a hard question, Mick. I mean, at the moment, uh, I can see myself growing old here. Um, you know, there's some good spots to go. I spent a bit of time down in Florida over the winter and took a bit of a couple of months off. I mean, it's uh, not a bad place to be. Uh, but obviously, you always miss home. It's where you grew up. And especially New Zealand, such a beautiful country. So who knows what happens down the track, mate. But um, I mean, I'm enjoying it over here at the moment. And, uh, you know, lock blinds on, you know, eyes full forward on America at the moment. Mate, we see a jockey like James McDonald, who's a, who's a mate of yours, who, who can obviously dominate in Sydney and, and around Australia, but can still go to Royal Ascot on the off season. Your off yeah, season is watching is, him there too this this year is good. He was awesome, wasn't it? Um, your off yeah, season sort of November, December, the back end of November, December and January, which is quite a busy time in Australasia. Do you have any thoughts about maybe? You know, taking that time and having your off-season back in New Zealand and Australia, bringing your driving bag, seeing your mates, is there any chance we'll see you be a summer special down here? Um, I think a few things would have to change, Mick, uh, for me to want to get a licence in New Zealand at any short notice um, at the moment, so I'd say no. Uh, down the track, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a possibility. I mean, I'd love to come back and race in, in Cup Week again. I mean... Um, you know, it's a special week, and uh, whether I'm being biased because I'm from Christchurch and grew up with it, but it's still a special week. So there's the options open, but uh, at the moment, uh, yeah, like I said, a few things would have to change uh, for me to do that. All right. Is that the one rock under the beach towel, that the one race you haven't won that you'd like to? Because obviously you've won Miracle Miles and you've won Victoria Cups, Hunter Cups. Would you love to win a New Zealand Cup here just to put that icing on the, the Dexter Dunn cake? I would, yeah, I really would, Mick. Uh, like, like, you know, didn't ever say no to that to that question. To be honest, it's the, it's the cup, you know. So, I mean, yeah, to uh, grow old and say you won New Zealand Cup, it'd be uh, pretty special. So, absolutely. Mate, what's what's life like on a, a regular basis for Dexter Dunn? We know you go to the Meadowlands and you drive against a couple of great Aussie guys and Todd McCarthy and Andy McCarthy, who are close mates of yours, but. How many days a week would you drive? And am I correct in saying you don't actually get driving fees, so you only get paid for the money you win? Yeah, that's yeah. The second party question. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, um, there's no driving fees, so it's uh, you know if you're not running in the top five, you're not getting paid for that for that race. So you know you want to you know try and uh, get a few in the money, but. Uh, Summertime, it's really busy. Uh, there's a lot of travelling involved, especially uh, I think Hambo Day is uh, like uh, August 8th, I think, this year. And usually, as soon as Hambo Day's over, we seem to be on the road nearly every day. Um, I've raced a little bit less than this year than I have the past three years here, Mick, but it's, it's still fairly busy. So I'm in Nashville, Nashville. I flew down to Nashville this morning after last night, and uh, there's a racetrack. Uh, just outside of Nashville called Oak Grove race there today and uh, back in Nashville tonight and then race back out there again tomorrow and, and then fly back home for some more races that tested during the week and then back to Meadowlands. So, you know, each week varies, but uh, summertime's a busy time, but it's, you know, all the good horses are racing and it's where you make your money. So you chase hard and uh, try and do your best. Two more questions, Dex, and we're just going a little bit over time, but it's great to have you on the phone. Um, 
How do the Australasian horses compare? We saw Amazing Dream running second up there last night in a very good race. We know they're not Bulldog Hanover, but are our better horses who head to America competitive at the top level? I think I think our best horses are definitely competitive, Mick. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of the down under horses, well, it's hit and miss, but um, some of them just really struggle over here. They just don't get used to the the change, and then some, you know, love it. So, um, but as far as say just just on ability and and what they can do, I think our our great horses are just as good as the horses over here. Probably not on the trotting side of it. I think the trotting the trotting breed over here is uh, far superior at the moment. Although down under, you know, trotters have obviously got a lot better over the years. But uh, pacing wise, I think you know, I think they're just as good. So uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough one though with the horses coming over. Amazing dreams acclimatised to it. Um, she's a grand old campaigner though, isn't she? So some of them come, have come over there, Mick, and just really not not adapted at all. So it's, it's a tricky one with them. Dex, we here in Australasia, we think of Americans being these people who eat supersized meals and drink these giant vats of soft drink and stuff and turn into mega-sized humans. You don't seem to have put on any weight, Dexter. We see you on television and you still look like you're about 70 kilos. Now, what's going on here? Are, are you not drinking or do you not eat? Do you, have, do you have no one to cook for you, Dexter? Because you actually don't look like you've changed in the last four years. Uh, Mick, I drink, I eat, uh, just fine. I just... Uh been there, one of those boys that just seems to never, never change. And uh, yeah, a busy summer when it's 50 degrees out, uh, gets you pretty tucked up as well. So uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't seem to matter what how much I eat or anything. I just uh, this, is, this is what I am, mate. So. Well, mate, you were very popular in New Zealand and Australian harness racing until you said that. Now everybody who's got a little pot belly hates you because they despise the fact you can do that, Dex, and get away with it, brother. Yeah, full calorie beer for me, mate. <laughs> it's Dexter. Hey, mate, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on becoming the fastest man on two wheels and harness racing. Mate, and on all your success from all your friends in Australia and New Zealand, you're doing yourself proud, and you are the James McDonald of harness racing, mate. So um, thank you for joining us on Sky Sports Radio this morning. Yep, it's a pleasure, mate. Thank you, mate.